Welcome back. This is the Caffeine Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Casey Arnold, founder of Big Ass Ice Coffee. So you might have noticed I've changed the title of the podcast yet again, and it won't be changing again, mark my word. I really wanted to start talking more about the behind the scenes and tricks of the trade of building my own business, Big Ass Ice Coffee, and then highlighting other founders' secrets. So Caffeine Dreams kind of speaks perfectly to what I'm trying to do on this podcast because I am building my coffee company. It's a caffeinated dream. And actually, Courtney Stacy, who is the guest of this episode, you're going to love her. Her partner actually helped me name this podcast. So Caffeine Dreams, Jed helped me name it. Thank you, Jed. Shout out. And I'm actually working with a very talented graphic designer right now, the designer who helped me refine the Big Ass Ice Coffee logo and brand. She's helping me with a new logo, look, vibe, feel of the Caffeine Dreams podcast. So that will be coming soon. And we're also going to have her on to talk about the process and answer some questions around creating your brand and your logo and things like that. So I'm really excited. But without further ado, this is Courtney Stacy's story. Enjoy. Courtney Stacy is a personal development and life coach, a graduate student who is on the path to become a licensed therapist, as well as the founder of Tenderco, a collection of experiences, workshops, and individual sessions that change how we show up for ourselves, our partners, and our worlds. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm happy to be here. Courtney has just endured 30 minutes of me <laughs> connecting my microphones, although I'm very proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got it working. <laughs> you did the magic. Thank you. So, Courtney, you've been on a couple of podcasts recently. Yeah. What do you think of the podcast life and being on the the other side of the couch? It's fun. The past three that I've done, I've I've been talking about one topic mostly. And so I'm really happy to be chatting with you about like the actual business stuff because chatting about little topics within my business is fun and like therapeutic topics, but this is going to be exciting because I haven't talked about my business yet. Yay. Is it I've actually was thinking about this this morning because as a coach and a therapist, you're always the one who's kind of sitting, listening, intaking. Mm-hmm. Is it strange to be on the other side where people are like asking you questions and like they're the ones that are sitting and listening back to you? I think it's cool. I mean, I feel like with social media, I'm often doing a lot of talking. So it's not like I'm not doing that, but it's definitely a different role. I would say in therapy sessions, I'm listening a lot. In coaching sessions, there's a little bit more back and forth. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. So what kind of got you into therapy and coaching and that whole side of things? Yeah, I think for as long as I can remember, I've always been drawn to really any kind of work that is around supporting the well-being of people. So that started out in the service industry. I worked at restaurants and cafes. I then moved into schools. I taught fitness in college. So it was really always me being drawn to supporting people in a way. And then as time went on, honestly, the service industry was burning me out. Even working in schools was 
was getting I felt restricted and constricted by like the schedule even the physical setting of a school felt like what's the word I I just felt kind of smothered by everything there's so Um, many rules and restrictions yeah yeah and I, I was craving that freedom so eventually that led me to pursuing my master's in social work and There was some resistance around that at first. And even with coaching, I had some resistance around putting that label on myself. But ultimately, moving through that resistance helped me get to where I am now. And I feel the best I've ever felt with work. So I'm very happy with that. Yay. That's so interesting, too, to hear how you had always kind of known you wanted to help people. You went down one path, and now you've kind of pivoted. Mm. So What are you doing right now? So right now, I'm in school part-time as a grad student at Salem State, um, pursuing my master's in social work. And then I'm also coaching people on the side. So, you know, I'm doing both kind of evenly. And then within my school program, through an internship that we have to do, we have to do two internships in this program, I am working as a therapist at a private practice. So that's been amazing, really good experience. And it's been just fun to be immersed in the world of both therapy and coaching. I'm launching a couples group program with my coaching business that I'm super excited about. So yeah, lots of different things. I'm also doing workshops. I've done intuitive dance workshops. I've done vision boarding workshops. So I like to keep it fresh. That's so (laughs) fun. So what is Tenderco? Mm -hmm. And what is this business that you're building right now with all of these different things that you're doing? Yeah, Tender Co. is, so like the little tagline is this collection of experiences. Ultimately, our dream is to host retreats, and that is one of the first things we looked into. So Tender Co. is really this, you know, brainchild of Jed and I, and I'm doing a lot of the coaching right now, obviously, in in workshops and events, but eventually he's definitely going to step into kind of a space within Tender Co. Hopefully creating a space for men in some way. Jed's your partner. Yes, Jed is my partner. I know that side note. Casey knows (laughs) Jed from work. They work together. Um, Grateful to have connected with you (laughs) through him. So yeah, we have coaching, coaching programs, workshops, hopefully retreats in the future, events. Like I'm really just looking for it to be a space where people feel supported and connected, hopefully inspired, and have it be like this multifaceted thing. That is so cool. So with the branding and everything, like, I'm just so curious because you're you're thinking about things in a very disruptive way because when I think of therapy or or counseling or coaching, it's like, very cut and dry. It's not necessarily that it's not inventive, but it's just super simple. You know, you go through a practice, you make sure that they have the right, you know, health, they accept your health insurance, and then you sign in every week or every month or something like that. But you're doing things in a different way, like using your hands to create things. And you've been on TikTok giving like quick little tidbits for people to utilize. So what inspired you to think differently throughout this process? That's such a good question. And I think one that's really important to touch on my, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but part of the reason what, what brought me to therapy, I mean, therapy changed my life. And the reason why I landed on therapy was because I was working with a functional nutritionist who was helping me work through some physical symptoms. And those physical symptoms were very much connected to emotional 
processes, Mm. emotional things that were happening in my body. So I had a lot of things that were stuck in my body and not until I learned about the practice of emotional freedom technique, also nicknamed tapping, which is a somatic practice. So that brings us into our bodies. You literally tap on your body. And that is something I practice as a therapist today. I bring that to my clients. I do guided meditations. We're moving around, moving our bodies because it's, it, it is that holistic experience like therapy and emotions and our thoughts don't just exist in our brains but they really manifest everywhere so to me it's a very natural integration of all of those things it makes sense to me if we're not tapping into our creativity how are we going to process these ideas that we have if we're not you know immersing our body in exercise or movement how do we move energy through us it just to me it's just a a no-brainer like it's of a course Right, which is interesting because it's a no-brainer when you say it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, of course, you have to move. And I've been in that situation, too, where I f- physically went to the doctor thinking mm-hmm. I was sick with an illness. But it was something that was, well, I guess it could be still considered an illness, but it was anxiety and yeah. like things like that that were unresolved within my body that I just had no idea were there. How are people reacting or are people being receptive to this type of therapy or how are you finding clients that are interested in this kind of of practice the private practice that I work with through my school is really supportive of my approach so I do yeah it is really great I do a lot of mindfulness a lot of the things that I do are also I've recently learned very much fit in the category of DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, Okay, which is a, a type of therapy that involves mindfulness, involves emotional regulation. And that's a lot of what I do with my clients. So I'm super lucky to be supported by that private practice. And then obviously with my own coaching practice, I can get a lot more creative and I'm working with adults coaching and I have a handful of kids with the therapy, but I can get kind of more experimental with my adult coaching clients and how people are. I mean, yeah, people are super receptive because I think what's happening is a lot of people find that they they're doing the same thing over and over again and realizing that the the shift is not just happening in in the brain like it has to be integrated with the body too right so that makes sense to people and I think people are just being more and more open to it definitely especially with TikTok where mm-hmm. people are talking so openly about it mm-hmm. I'm curious when you first started realizing that you needed something different than just like talk therapy like you needed to tap into your body and start mm-hmm. exploring these things when did you have the idea to create your own practice and what was kind of the first step you took to get that into action so i realized the power of it when i first went to therapy which was back in 2016 i worked with that functional nutritionist and i was i said to her like i need more support this i know this isn't just about food and digestion there's more emotions that need to get processed and sure enough i went to my therapist who i've been seeing on and off for the past seven eight years now oh wow yeah she's right here on the north shore and she taught me eft tapping and it was like it was a light bulb moment it was just I realized oh my gosh like this really encapsulates so much of what I want to process through and that was probably when I 
had the idea like, oh, I could do this on my own. But I had to go through years of experimenting elsewhere. I worked at a psychiatric hospital. I worked at schools. I worked at cafes and all of these things. And essentially, I couldn't ignore my body's symptoms. Things were not feeling good. And I had to go through all of that to realize like, okay, the answer here is me. I always knew I was going to work for myself, but I didn't know when, I didn't know how, I figured it would be after school, and last year, around this time, I was like, no, I just have to go for it, so I did. Wow, which is pretty, it always sounds simple to say, but that's like really scary, you know? What are some of the things that helped you just go for it and like feel comfortable and confident making the decision to pivot and go back to school and and do these things? Going back to school was a tough one. I definitely went through some resistance. There was a part of me that was nervous because I'm, I mean, what makes me a fairly good coach and therapist is that I'm sensitive and perceptive and all of these good things, but also for anyone else who identifies that way, you know that it can be draining and maybe boundaries are crossed if they're not strengthened and really solid. So that burned me in the past I, I didn't have those strong boundaries and so I was I was nervous about getting drained by the work ironically you know diving headfirst into it has helped make me more solid in those boundaries more than ever actually at the time I decided to go back to school I was working in at a small natural health and wellness store in oh, Cambridge, yeah. Cambridge Naturals. I was doing their marketing, loved doing the social media, loved doing their events. Like I was hosting all the events, coordinating with all the vendors. It was awesome. I was so lit up by that part of work. But the other truth of it is that it was hard for me to be at the store and for hours after knowing that this wasn't it anymore once once I know that something is not right it's very hard for me to sit through it totally yeah I'm the same way like you get agitated almost you're like time for the next step yes yes and I've hit that point with every single past job I've ever had so once I get to that point it's really difficult for me to even show up like in as my full self so that was happening and this was in the middle of the pandemic and I I just said you know what am I waiting for I know I do want to be a therapist I think I just didn't want to go through school because it's so you know there are classes and there's a schedule and I have to do internships and it's all of this structure that I was kind of resistant towards and and worried how it would disrupt my life. But I just had to be like, you know what, I'm interested in the long term goal here. So I just have to deal with it, which is maybe not the most inspiring answer. But once I got in there, I was realistic. Yeah, it is. Especially when you're in your late 20s, and you kind of have some life going on. It's it's hard to make that transition back to school. But once I was in it, I was pumped about it. And then With coaching, really what helped me was working with a coach who just helped hold me accountable. She supported me and she really helped me move through so many mental blocks that I had around going after something and just doing my own thing without my degree yet. Because of course the degree feels like a safe and structured, supportive you know like legit thing to just imagine like throwing myself into the ring and being like I'm a coach that was right yeah there was something around that is there a difference between coaching and therapy because I remember when you were just saying you were working with a coach and they were helping you hit 
these like milestones or things that you had laid out, which kind of clicked Mm -hmm. in my brain a little bit more. So what is the difference between coaching and therapy? I think you would get 100 different answers from many different people. If you ask that question, my answer is, so there are lots of different types of therapy. There's trauma therapy, there's DBT, there's CBT, there's somatic healing, there's expressive arts, there's all these different kinds of therapy and they serve so many different purposes. I think if someone is working through fresh trauma, coaching is not necessarily the right choice for them. Mm. If someone is working through really tough stuff in their past or even going through really distressing time in their present, going through a depressive episode or like a really difficult thing happens in their life, coaching isn't necessarily the best choice. I think therapy can be much more supportive for someone who's, who's moving through a really difficult time. I think Choosing to work with a coach is a great option for anyone who feels fairly stable, like they're not blatantly necessarily unhappy with their life, but they know that they are a little bit stuck in certain areas and they know that they could move through some stuff. So last May, when I started working with a coach, it wasn't like I was miserable, but I was like, I know I have some stuff around these things and these things, and I need a little bit of a push to like get to the next, Mm. not the next level, but like to break through. Right. And not all therapy is structured that way. It's kind, it sounds like it's a little bit more like goal oriented after you know a little bit more of where you want to be. Yeah. Whereas therapy might help you like soul search some more that's a great way to put it yeah I think yeah therapy doesn't necessarily have an end goal unless again there are of course exceptions here with different types of therapy for different types of reasons but you know if someone shows up to me for a therapy session and we just talk about why they responded to a friend in a certain way that's a perfectly great session I mean, you could have that conversation in coaching Mm -hmm. and the coach, as at least my style, I'm going to kind of push a little bit more coaching. It's almost like a little bit more of a permission to like, quote unquote, like get in there with the person. Got it. And a therapist is not necessarily doing that. Right. Depending on their style. They might be there as like a listening ear Mm -hmm. or like positive reinforcement type thing. Right. And I mean, at the same time, again, there's... I could develop into a therapist with that kind of directive style Mm -hmm. and it's perfectly acceptable to give professional feedback, but not everyone who signs up for therapy wants that. So it's totally kind of a, yeah, an ever unfolding dance. So given, given coaching and therapy and both you've delved into both and you've experienced Mm -hmm. both and been on the other side with Tenderco, what is your dream for like say a year or two down the line, like how do you want to be flowing with Tender Co? That's a really good question. A year or two down the line, I would love to still have one-on-one clients in a coaching capacity. I will also be a licensed social worker at that time. So, so I will exciting. probably be working for someone else's private practice so that I can eventually get the hours to have my own private practice, which takes another two years after graduation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll probably be working part-time at another private practice, but I would love to see us have done a few different retreats. I 
am really pumped up about working with couples. I just think there's something there. I think that especially in late 20s, early 30s, even mid 30s, that's just a really supportive space, I think, for relationships. And I don't think there are are enough of them for people to just kind of like explore and be in community and be like, yeah, that happened to me too. But it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can also just be learning from each other. So I see more of that for sure. Definitely more events and collaborations. And hopefully Jed gets some men's group stuff off the ground. Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like more and more men who are willing to talk about it is just gonna be super impactful. What is your vision of a couple's retreat or workshop? Like Mm -hmm. even put us in like an environment that you would envision to do that in. Yeah. So we actually did reach out to a retreat center. It was one of the earliest things that we did. I was, my former coach told me about this place. It was in Vermont and they're just opening. They had some good rates for, for groups and I just fell in love with it. But it's this beautiful lodge in Vermont, like sauna, cold plunge, wow. in the forest, gorgeous, inspiring, Stowe, Vermont. So that kind of thing for sure. Like we want, of like down the line, pie in the sky, we want a home gym where people can just like drop by, take a sauna, do a cold plunge. Like maybe they pick up a card or a flyer about like the men's group that week or they are interested in coaching like we just want to have this kind of space for people to come and feel physically connected and inspired and creative um, in community. I love that. That's super cool. Speaking of community, I wanted to touch on everything you're doing on TikTok because I think that that is super interesting and you're doing it from your tender co TikTok account, right? So I'd love to just hear more about what made you get on a TikTok and start talking about coaching and attachment styles and therapy and things like that. And like the how people are receiving that and the reactions you're getting from it. Yes. So, okay, I'm going to get a little in my coaching vibe right now. Love it. Bring it on. In everything, in business, in life, in relationships, we have like these different energies that we tap into. I'm great at tapping into, like I said, the intuitive, the sensitive, the kind of less structured, less organized vibe. And you could call that the more feminine energy. The more masculine energy is, and this doesn't have anything to do with gender. Right. It's just kind of the nature of the energy. So the more masculine energy is the kind of structure, schedule, getting things out on time, sticking to a routine. And that is just not my strong suits. But in... Same. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah. In January, I said, I am going to make a TikTok. Well, I had made it, but I hadn't posted anything. I'm going to get on TikTok. I'm going to post three times a day and I'm going to come up with, you know, 70 ideas of what to post about. And I'm just going to do it. I'm not like, I did not expect anything. I did say before I did this, I said to Jed, I'm going to get a brand deal. And I was like, I am going to go viral. And (laughs) You were putting it into the universe. Yeah, within three (laughs) days that happened. I had a video go viral. Yeah. Well, I know you went viral, but I didn't realize it was that quick. It was only in three days of you getting into it. I think I started posting January 3rd and on January 6th. 
And to speak to the part about people receiving this, I truly believe, and I think this is really true for you, whatever is authentic to you, people pick up on that. Like, it's just true. So whatever is really true for you, and that's what leads us to be vulnerable because showing ourselves and who we really are in our dreams, that's scary stuff. So I was talking to Jed and I said, what's something that you on TikTok would be scrolling and be interested in about relationships? And he said, how to move through conflict. No, he said how to not get in conflict because that's very much his. <laughs> he would rather not have conflict ever. And I was like, okay, how, how to move through conflict. We can do that. And he said, I think you should share our sentences. And this was, if you look on my TikTok, it's this video about me saying this is a sentence that helps my partner and I move through conflict and I was nervous to post it I was I put it in my drafts because I was like I don't know that's so personal even though it's what I do for work it was it was showing my example like my relationship and that is the video I mean I had if you've ever experienced it it's wild to just watch the numbers go up over hours I think it's at I know I was gonna ask you how it's close what? to I have three now that are pretty close. They're over 800,000 views. I mean, I wasn't following you or anything. Like, I I knew, like, you guys were, mm-hmm. Jed had told me at work that you were kind of thinking about Tender Co. and things like that, but I wasn't following you or anything. And then on my For You, that video popped up. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I found it. Oh, my it. gosh. And I was like, wow. So I followed you from there. And every, ever since now, I see everything that you're posting, and it's super helpful. And sometimes I'll look at the comments, like, people really are asking you deep questions Mm -hmm. on this public platform right and it's just eliciting crazy conversations that like people should be having and they are not usually having especially in a public way so I know yeah so exciting thank you yeah it's cool it's it's been a very interesting experiment it's also it's one of those things where it's not like I posted that thinking this is the one I just you know and I I did the anxious attachment stuff within one of the first few days and that is also now at almost a million views and I didn't want to get like boxed into one topic um, right (laughs) even though clearly attachment is something that a lot of people need to chat about but it's just inspired me to keep going like TikTok is just a very cool interesting energy and I'm just happy to keep playing there that is so cool yeah it's I kind of wanted to wrap with a question that I've been getting a lot especially from students who want to start their own company or want to start their own vision as well as people who are kind of stuck or in a rut and aren't really feeling the vibe of their work anymore what advice do you have to somebody who's stuck or in a rut, how do they like move beyond that? Or what kind of steps can they take to get through that? Like they have the pit in their stomach and that's where they're at right now. My first answer would be to listen to that. Like do not ignore your body. Do not ignore your body. The more we do that, the more it manifests, the more it festers. I think that I was thinking and reflecting on the word stuck And I think there are so many different facets to it. There's trapped, there's blocked, there's stagnant. And I think if someone is feeling really stuck, first ask, is there a block here? Is there, is there a doubt of, I can't move past this? I, 
I don't have access to move past it. Like, what is the fear that's coming up there? I would find someone who's doing the thing that you want to do. So in the way I would put that is find an expander, find someone who expands your idea. Oh, I love that. I haven't heard that before. I can't take credit. It's um, <laughs> Lacey Phillips, who has her whole own uh, manifestation subscription service and program. So if you're interested, her podcast is really good. Cool. Yeah. Um, but she would call them expanders. So find someone who's really kind of widens your idea of what's possible. Is it a mom who has a side hustle who can work and work on the side hustle and hang out with her kids? Is it a solopreneur doing, I don't know, mind body work, coffee stuff? Find someone who's doing something similar. Potentially find a mentor or a coach that you're willing to spend time with and energy with and kind of get pushed and and then the third thing I would say is just on the physical level make sure you're moving that energy don't let the stuckness or the stagnancy hang out make sure you're actually moving your body and moving that energy somehow yeah how how would you recommend moving it I mean definitely exercise but any kind of body work like walking exercise I love emotional freedom technique that's tapping there are lots of different YouTube videos I have TikToks on it or on my Instagram cold plunges are great like anything that kind of dancing that shifts your energy singing anything that moves energy around for you know what that is and make sure you're doing that because I think when we're stuck it's also easy to hang out in shame and shame keeps us even more stuck and shame can just pile on and then we find ourselves beating ourselves up for not making the moves and blah 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 totally. so yeah keep okay, it moving that's a really good tip and it's not as daunting or difficult to do mm-hmm. right you know? right and, and that'll be your first step to then figuring out what you need to do next yeah yeah exactly it will at least like change change the energy in some capacity that will maybe then prompt you to do like a journal reflection or call up the friend who started their own business or whatever I love it well that's really good advice so I think we're gonna wrap I would love to just know how people can find you where they can find tender co plug away okay so Obviously on TikTok at tender underscore 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 co. Same with Instagram. I would be happy to connect with people on my personal Instagram at Courtney B. Stacy. Our website, www.attendercompany.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Keep your eye out for future retreats and things like that. Thank you, Courtney. This was so fun. I learned so much and I'm really excited to see where Tender Co. goes. Thank you so much, Casey. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye.